the birth of TV, the death of a music legend, and everybody wants access to your data. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Monday, September 7th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, you're probably at home today, right? You're not working. So you're listening to this podcast while you're outside, hopefully having a picnic, hopefully enjoying beautiful weather today. Well, you're doing that because it's Labor Day. It's also, by the way, National Beer Lovers Day. So grab a beer, and I'll tell you the story of Labor Day. Well, it happens every year on the first Monday of September. It's a different kind of holiday because it's not based on a single person, you know, like Martin Luther King Day, or it's not based on a historic event like the 4th of July, or uh, it's not the end of a war. It's different because it's about all American workers and not just a single person. It started in the 1800s. Well, back then, the Industrial Revolution was happening and people were working 12-hour days, seven days a week. Even kids were working as young as five. There was really unsafe working conditions, and they didn't even have slack. So on September 5th of 1882, workers in New York decided to take an unpaid day to walk from City Hall to Union Square and then have a mass picnic. So basically a huge parade, a huge picnic, and probably lots of beer because, you know, it's National Beer Lovers Day. But they did this, and that sort of became the roots of Labor Day. Now, also, you know, there were strikes going on and unions forming and all of that, too. Uh, that's a little too much to get into in a five-minute podcast, but you could definitely check out some great videos on that on the uh, National uh, Geographic channel on uh, YouTube. But uh, in 1885, cities started to recognize Labor Day. In 1887, states started to recognize Labor Day. And in 1894, Congress officially made this a nationwide holiday. So happy Labor Day to you. Now, how did I spend a lot of Labor Days as a kid? Watching TV, watching the Jerry Lewis telethon, the MDA telethon on television. I watched that for years and years on Labor Day. And you know what? I watched that, of course, on a television. Well, on this day, the patent for a television was given to Philo Farnsworth. Uh, Yeah, you probably haven't heard that name. Now, this was back in 1927 when he got that patent. He was just 21 years old. He had actually invented and sketched all of this out as a freshman in high school and showed it to his teacher. Yeah, so he invented television in high school. I had problems getting to class on time. This guy's inventing television. Granted, the first image was just a little line, but he successfully transmitted it. And then we fast forward a little bit and he got married. He continued development of this and the first face ever to be broadcast on television was that of his wife. I told you he was a smart guy. Put somebody else on there and he's sleeping on the couch. So back before television was widespread, there was radio. People sat next to their radio and listened to all of the stories. Imagine that, audio stories. Hmm. So one of the major radio companies was RCA. The president of RCA was David Sarnoff. David Sarnoff wanted to hold all of the television patents because he knew the TV would become huge. So he tried to hire Farnsworth and that didn't work out. He also recruited Vladimir Zworkin, a Russian scientist that was working on development of television. He couldn't get it working, but he did have a patent on his unworking device. Then, after visiting the Farnsworth Laboratories, he was able to get his invention working. 
So then David Sarnoff said, well, you know what? This patent goes back further than the Farnsworth patent of 1927. So we're going to sue Farnsworth and not allow him to continue working on the television. So David Sarnoff, in a way, sort of created the first reality TV show drama, The Farnsworth versus RCA Case. The television has brought the world many, many events. And not just guys walking on the moon, I'm talking about sporting events. Well, that all changed in 1979 on this day when ESPN debuted. About 30,000 viewers tuned in to the launch of ESPN and SportsCenter. It was hosted back then by Lee Leonard and George Grande. So a couple of big events in television history today. A big event also in the music industry on this day in 1996. Rapper Tupac Shakur was at the MGM Grand for a Mike Tyson fight. After the match, he and Suge Knight, the CEO of Death Row Records, along with a couple of bodyguards, got into a fight inside the lobby of the MGM Grand. They fought with Orlando Anderson, a member of the uh, Southside Crips gang from Compton. After the fight, Tupac and Suge Knight got into Suge Knight's car. The entourage were in separate cars behind them. While at the intersection of Flamingo and Koval, a white Cadillac pulled next to Suge's car and a gun came out of the window. Suge Knight was grazed by a bullet, but Tupac was shot four times. On September 13th, Tupac died of the gunshot wounds at the age of 25. So who did it? Well, it's still a mystery. Nobody knows who did this. The Las Vegas police have never arrested anyone in connection with this murder. And a few quick looks at some other events on this day. In 2008, the United States government seized control of two of the largest mortgage financing companies in the United States, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. This was supposed to be a temporary situation, but uh, didn't quite turn out that way. They replaced the board, they wiped out the stocks, and all of this happened because because of the housing, mortgage, and credit crisis that was going on back then. In 2017, a different kind of crisis. Well, a crisis of your identity. Equifax announced that there was a cybercrime, and uh, most likely, somebody's got your data. Don't worry, though. It only happened to 162 million people. Uh, An update to this story in February of this year. China's People Liberation Army was indicted for hacking into Equifax and causing this huge data breach. And last year, people were talking about about a couple of stories. The first, also about your data. It turned out that uh, the motor vehicles departments in several states were selling drivers' personal information to a wide range of business, including private investigators. It generated millions of dollars in revenue for the DMV. And the waters from Hurricane Dorian were still high in the Bahamas this time last year, so some jet skiers decided to pitch in and help. They rescued over 100 people on their jet ski. And a quick look at birthdays. It's Buddy Holly's birthday. He was born in 1936. Also, Easy es birthday. He was born in 1964. Happy birthday to Leslie Jones, who is 53, Shanna Elizabeth, who's 47, and Evan Rachel Wood, who's 33. That's your look at September 7th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve If you would like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Just go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.